welcome back to the Boston Commune. This week's incredulous installment will again be broken into two parts, featuring commentary from comrades Scott, Joe, Ellie, Hava, and myself. This episode is a little bit late because we did, in fact, attend the demo on Wednesday night. Biden is president now, and nothing is different. So please, do us a favor and share this content. Do yourself a favor and enjoy your epoch. Your epoch. Your epoch. This guy wants to fire minimum wage employees who have to work through a pandemic. That lifeguard ha- would have to dive into a pool of COVID soup in order to save your uh, clear framed glasses wearing piece of shit ass. <laughs> Chill, chill, God. The regional politics are really fucked in terms of like the people who end up like running governments because like you end up with like incredibly toxic people like Paula Page, who is not just toxic but kind of insane. He was like a proto Trump in that regard. And then you got people like Bob DeLeo and Charlie Baker, who are just terrible, but in different ways. Who's the first, first person you mentioned? What was her name? Paula Page. She was governor of Maine. I thought you said Paula, Paula Page, and I was like, who's Paula Page? Yeah, he was the governor of Maine from like 2010 to 2018. No, I know who he is now. And yeah, God. That dude was nuts. Uh-huh. He thought it was Paula Page. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he thinks is going to happen if Me the Democrats too. take over the White House. They're all going to convert men into women, and then he'll be Paula Page. He actually said once to a reporter about, I forget what, but he was shouting at a reporter that the Democrats were sticking into the people without proper lubricant. So it's likely that he believed what I just said. Okay. <laughs> yeah, probably. I love it. I love it. No, like the fucking meeting tonight was just, it was just like, like this one woman on the board was just like, no, I don't want to hear anybody's like comments. Like you have a minute to speak if you're on the board, if you're like, if you have something negative to say about this. And it's just like people in the chat were saying like, this is like fascism. Like, what are you taught? Like, you're not letting, like you re- represent the public and you're not letting the public speak. It was a disaster. It's like the worst, most unwelcoming fucking Zoom call I've ever been on in accordance to any organizing in East Boston. And it's fucking Richard Lynn, of course, who was fucking on it. Motherfucking piece of shit. Don't fucking put this in the episode, Jesse. Because <laughs> I have to maintain some sort of a working relationship with these people, even though I hate them. Oh, yeah. I'm sure they listen to the podcast. You never know. <laughs> I will forward Richard Lynn Esquire of Boston, Massachusetts, this episode. No, I won't. I don't care. He already knows I hate him, so whatever. So you wanted to get into the what about the Senate, Joe? <laughs> well, well, Congress in general, because... <laughs> Laugh at me. <laughs> oh, what did we want to call news now? Like, what is happening or something? Oh, uh, not close that, attention. Things are happening. <laughs> things that are happening. Fuck, I forgot. I forgot to make a jingle for that. I was only like responding to like the notification previews because I was like busy driving while I was at work. Joe, don't text and drive. I was just doing donuts in the parking lot. It's okay. Doing Donut. a continuous left-hand turn is not that difficult. Doing donuts in the parking lot. It's the gateway drug, Joe. You know what that leads to, don't you? Uh, no, this is, this is like the work card. That's like... Well, sooner or later, like... you'll be doing croissants. 
Shit. <laughs> then you'll move up to the biscottis, and then it just when you get to that point, you've already lost, started to lose control. So I'm trying to like accelerate the work car, like breaking down to try to force the force them to deal with it. Wait, wait, your car is giving. Wait, no, that's the explain. work car. Please explain. Okay, so you get to work, and then they give you a car to drive around the drive the fucking parking lot with. No, it's like a it's like a car that I I have to drive around, like do my like patrols and whatever, like my rounds. My rounds take me like all all over the uh the, the facility and is like three miles from one one end of the complex to the other. Yeah, it's all what I do is basically just like, oh, is anything happening now? Okay. Is it all one building? No, it's uh at least okay. six or seven. That's what I was okay, now I okay so it's like an industrial park. Okay, yeah, that totally makes sense. I wouldn't say it's like an industrial park because it's the whole you just said one end one end is three miles from the other. That's a pretty big place, dude. It's like a campus. It's not really like all like just a set of buildings because it's like there's a couple buildings here and then you have to drive down the access road a bit to get to the other buildings. It's like UMass, Boston. Yeah, it's like UMass, but like blood money. So it's like UMass, pretty much. Yeah, but you put it that way. Yeah, more or less. Do we refer to you as Janice now? You can call me whatever you want, man. You just just don't call me late for dinner. I knew you were going to say that anyway. Janice. (laughs) That's, no, yeah, you can totally, but you you can only call me Janice if you call me Hugh Janice. The full thing. Hugh. Has to be the whole thing. (laughs) Hugh Janice. Also, I have, I'm on my phone, so if you feel like I'm not laughing at your shit, I'm probably laughing. You just, you just can't hear me. I'm going to push the laugh button. No, about, uh, uh, Huge uh, Janus. There was a tweet from Live Science today that was first preserved dinosaur butthole is perfect and unique. Paleontologists say that's beautiful. A perfectly preserved butthole. What kind I'd of butthole y'all got? Uh, I don't know what dinosaur butt it is, but the. Day, uh, oh, I sent that to. I saw something called some meme that was like what kind of butthole y'all got and it was just a bunch of different buttholes and for some reason i i I, like the vibe that day was only such that i felt comfortable sending it to jesse so i like dm'd it to jesse it's like here you go yeah that's true anybody pretty much on any day if you have a spicy butthole meme i'm your guy anyway i hope that that is the part of me that is preserved if there is to be another ice age or you know like pompeii yeah, just my butthole. That's all you need. We- I'm going like that guy who was jacking off when he went out in Pompeii. Hell yeah. Is that like confirmed or is that just... No, it, it, honestly, it looks like a guy that was in pain who like was in this like, you know, it just looked like oh. he fell over and died in that like position. Ecstasy and agony are the same. You, they're to- we're completely in We're making fun of like a volcano victim. It's like, yeah. <laughs> this guy was jerking off. The dinosaur. In reality, the, the... He was like choking on pyroclastic <laughs> flow. That's how I want to go, man. Come on. The dinosaur whose butthole they uh, preserved and they found and preserved is the first letter is P, but I think it's a silent P. Uh, it's a Cittacosaurus, which I've never heard of before. Oh, it looks like a cool guy. Looks pretty cool. His name means parrot something. It means parrot lizard. It kind of does look like a parrot, but like a, a big lizard. God damn it. <laughs> Parrots are dinosaurs. This is true. Jurassic World started with the crow's feet because they're like dinosaurs evolved into birds. Birds. Joe, do you want to begin with stuff that happened this week or whatever the fuck we're calling the news segment now? (laughs) Whatever the fuck. Yeah. There's basically... Oh, what now? Uh, Basically, there was... (laughs) 
I, I got it. I was like texting and trying to talk. Uh, not important. Yeah, basically all of the news this week is bad. That's just my mom. I'm uh, not not important. Yeah, basically all of the news it's his is mom. bad this week. So COVID has gotten a lot worse, according to NPR. In just the past five weeks, over a hundred thousand Americans have died from COVID, bringing the current death toll to slightly over four hundred thousand nationwide. And Number so, by the time we actually, USA. So by the time we publish this episode, more Americans will have died from COVID nineteen than the number of Americans who died in World War Two. That's really fucked. So that's how that front is going. In fact, uh, the CDC said that they are anticipating for the two thousand twenty statistics that average American life expectancy they are expecting it to drop. Anywhere between one and three years. So worst case scenario, the average life expectancy for the United States, the average life expectancy for the average American for the year 2020 could be as low as 74. For men or women, or does it matter? Overall. Oh, that is, wow. (laughs) This is on top of the fact that average life expectancy in the United States has already dropped three of the last five years. And sidebar for a second, I just want to make it clear that, like, people have this, they envision, like, colonial times or whatever, where, like, everybody just lived till they were 30 and then then they died. Like, no, like, people lived, like, average lengths. It's just, like, there was a lot of infant death. And there's a lot of people who died of diseases in their, like, 20s and in their teens. It wasn't that people just didn't live past, like, it wasn't this thing, like, they would, like, become 35 and then just die. It wasn't, that wasn't the case. Like, humans have always lived an average of about 80 years throughout history. Keep going, Joe. I want to try to take a look how, like, how bad that would put us compared to other countries. Because I know the Cuban life expectancy before the, the pandemic was, like, like 90,000. The Cuban life expectancy has not changed since the pandemic. They like yeah, three, I think a total of 3,000 people died of COVID or something in Cuba. Tops. Maybe that's how many people, I don't know. It's probably how many people got COVID. Just look this up. As of January 19th, 2021, 170 people have died of COVID total in Cuba. So like, honestly, 74, that would be pretty low. I mean, we'd be lower than Mexico. One more day to pay for the wall. <laughs> Yeah. Also, similarly bad news. The MBTA will be implementing service cuts effective this Saturday. All ferry service is just that's just going to be gone for the foreseeable future. The ferry is just going to be gone entirely. Uh, five of the twelve commuter lines the MBTA runs will be just completely cutting all weekend service. So the only lines that will be operating at all on the commuter rail on the weekends are Fairmount, Newburyport, Worcester, Providence, Middleborough, and uh, Newbury, Rockport. And that's it. Still go to Salem. So if you're trying to get from like Lowell to Boston or Haverhill to Boston, Franklin to Boston, car. you're fucked. If you're trying to get from like Fitchburg, that's not happening. You're getting up early in the morning and you're taking your car. This is a good time to point out to you guys that I don't have a job and I have a car. If you need a ride somewhere... <laughs> This, goes, this is extended to the listener as well. No. Yeah, if you, if you can fucking figure out how to get a hold of me, I, I legitimately will give you a ride. Actually, come to think of it, you're not entirely fucked if you're trying to get from Haverhill to Boston by train because there's like four round trip options for the weekend via Amtrak from like Haverhill to Boston. But like if you're trying to get from like Boston to like Ballardville, that's your kind of shit out of luck. Yep. I, I mainly remember that because I see the the, uh, the Amtrak 
going from like Boston to Haverhill pass by where I work like every every shift I work. It's a good thing we have Pete Buttigieg in charge of transportation. Yeah, well, I know. That's yeah. what I- <laughs> there's a there's two sides to that coin because like you got Joe Biden who's famed uh, Amtrak rider, and then you got Pete Buttigieg, uh, famed terrible mayor, l- uh, linguistics. Uh, Fail son. Uh, Famed gay guy. <laughs> <laughs> so it's um it's good. Famous for the pri- did a terrible job running a town smaller than Fargo, North Dakota. It's good for the private sector. Bad for the public sector. Well, speaking of Joe Biden and trains, I always I will always find it hilarious that his his explanation for why he got his son Hunter a job with, on the board of Amtrak was like he likes trains. Who doesn't? Yeah. If you don't like trains, I worry about you. Yeah, that's a good point. It's like one of those gotcha questions when like you have to explain like when you go to a Starbucks interview, you got to explain why you want to work at Starbucks, but you're not allowed to say like, <laughs> I like coffee. Yeah. I like sexual harassment. Yeah, but that, no, as a person who works <laughs> at Starbucks, I can speak from experience. They do ask you if you like coffee during your fucking job interview. No, <laughs> so. not me. They didn't ask me, but I think that's because they knew they, as soon as they see me, they were like, this kid's not fucking working here. Yeah, that kind of hurt <laughs> yeah. me. So. Yeah, nope, nope. Evil Empire. My mom and my sister used to jokingly refer to Starbucks as Evil Empire. And like, my mom had a little thing of gum, like a little tin of Starbucks gum. And I think she wrote Evil Empire on it. And yet, she continues to drink things from Starbucks and buy me Starbucks gift cards because that shit is crack. I cannot give it up. I cannot give up Starbucks. It's incredible. We put too much sugar in everything. We give it up. I apologize. If you don't give up the Starbucks and Joe doesn't give up the the, the parking lot donuts, you guys are you're headed you're headed for some some big trouble. You're gonna end up like me, <laughs> fat with That's a mustache. Right. That's what I want to be, Jesse. By the time that I, by the time that I die jerking off in a volcano, I would like to be fat and with a mustache. By the time that you turn almost twenty nine, <laughs> you'll be just like me. Yes. By the time I go back in time four years and almost turn twenty nine. <laughs> so oh, you got but that. wait though. Just stocks your own age. So Joe was the verbatim. Uh, the verbatim reason was those three words. He likes trains. Is that what it was? That's the that's the exact quote. That's incredible. That that was literally his answer. He likes trains. Honestly, I kind of love Joe Biden. Like that's adorable. <laughs> he's very pure. He's very based. <laughs> I don't think he should be president. It's the same thing with Trump. Like he like for the crimes that he's committed, he should be in jail. But just let him tweet. Just let him yeah. have a public hour like every day, and just, just adorable things will just pour out of his mouth. Absolutely. It'll make no sense, but we will love it. Just confine him to like a just you now Truman show him. Just like confine him to a space where he can't exit or influence anything outside of it, and put cameras on him and just see what happens. Fucking Ed TV with Biden. Honestly, that's the one thing I'm going to miss about Trump, and it confuses all the liberals I say this in front of. I'm going to miss him because he's fucking funny as shit. Like I was watching the video of how, when he like hissed in front of the press earlier today. <laughs> he just did some weird shit. My favorite it's all is that like tomorrow. One of my favorites is that soundbite of him from October talking about, like, he's like, oh, the Marxists, the anarchists, the looters, the agitators, and the people who in many instances have no idea what they're doing. That was, like, instantly memeable. That's just poetic, man. That's just, like, mm. He's altered the way we all speak. The Marxists. <laughs> yeah. The liberals. The looters. The people. The postmodernists. The capitalists. We love to see it. The rectangles. The, the squares, the, the signs, the businessmen, the beautiful powders. We love them. 
Just trying to think of like the alternative. Rhombus. Beautiful rhombus. <laughs> Most excellent ellipse. If anyone ever calls me a beautiful rhombus, I will be in love with you instantly. The way he points at things with his pinky. Parallelogram. <laughs> One of the greatest inventions of China. China. <laughs> we gotta take, we gotta stop this steal, guys. We gotta keep him present. <laughs> <laughs> we can't let him, we can't let them put him away. Don't put him away. Well, Joe Biden even noticed if, like, that, that, that happened. He doesn't even seem to consistently understand what decade it is. Wait, so, wait like, if if Trump doesn't, yeah, like, no, like Biden even really notice. No, Biden doesn't give a fuck. It's more would it's he like, like cognitively notice. I don't know. Seem- None of us can answer that question, sir. Yeah, we can't read his mind. We we can't being John Malkovich him. I can tell you that I he probably that, isn't though. going to give a shit if Trump goes to jail or not. But Kamala Harris will probably feign some interest in trying to get Trump in jail, but then they'll be like, oh, I got gummed up in the works or whatever, some shit, or she'll make some call for, like, unity, and then that'll be it. All right, I mean, so... I'm going to be I, a narc about pronouncing her name, even though she's horrible. She's horrible, but oh, please pronounce I, her sorry, name. Sorry. It's okay. No, I mean, like, none of us... The only reason uh, that I know that... Exactly. There okay. you go. We got Randy here to say it right for me. <laughs> yeah. Is it Kamala? It's Kamala. In in uh, South Asian names tend to put the yeah. emphasis on the first syllable. So Kamala. Yeah. Kamala. I like Kamala because it sounds like sounds like it's a Massachusetts thing. Kamala the... is the herb that uh, President Laura Roslin takes for her cancer. Hey, fucking Kamala. Pronouncing it wrong is one thing, but like uh, for like almost the entire Democratic primary, my grandmother genuinely thought her name was Pamela. That's beautiful. It was a yeah. funny, Pamela. funny thing. We got to show your grandma too. When Harris dropped out of the race, I got a text from her while I was at work, and it said Pamela is toast, and I knew exactly what that meant, and it was the funniest oh my God. thing. Just as like a bit, that's amazing. <laughs> that's such a meme. We have to meme that. <laughs> Pamela like, is toast. No, Pamela is toast. I know, I that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> oh, Pamela. Pamela Janus. <laughs> She's no relative of mine, sir. I do. Okay, so I don't know what happened today. I got part of the way through reading uh, Mao's On Practice. I was trying to narrate the whole thing, but um, I stopped because I started helping Carlene put up these fucking programmable LED lights and my phone. Oh, hell yes. Can't I can't connect to it. I don't know what the fuck happened with my phone, but I can't connect to it. And like the lithium battery got stuck in the remote and then I took the front off and then the motherboard was all scratched up and parts of it were melted. So I <laughs> fucking it's just like kind of a garbage. Well, anyway, so basically that's my excuse. I didn't put together a, a rabid Radley. I still actually have news. Evening. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Jesse has something to say, though. This is actually kind of what I was going to talk about in terms of uh, the very tepid response of the Democratic Party to this whole, basically to everything. And a lot of the time on this show, I in particular will say, like, the parties are the same. And I say that a lot. I say that the parties are essentially the same. The only things that separate them are God and guns. And what I really mean by that is whether or not they virtue signal to the same people, they effectively end up enacting the same policy. And it's not because they both write the same legislation, but because the Democratic Party always falls. It's like the Charlie Brown comic with the 
going to kick the football again. Like, and I don't know if it's on purpose or if it's unwitting, but it seems like it's an ideological thing where the establishment Democrats revere the formal processes of the government that the Republican Party no longer has any interest in complying with or abiding by. And the Democrats, for whatever reason, put this expectation upon themselves. It's like they're acting as if what the public is most interested in is this legislative process and the sanctity of the American politic. And as a result, unless there's Really, what a, we got to save is the process. Well, I mean, seriously, like that's... that's I know, I, I know. There are people like that. I mean, of course, they're going to impeach Trump fucking like a day before he's he's going to be ejected from office no matter what. The the only time that they're going to get anything fucking done is when all of the Republicans hop on board because the Democrats always cede all of their ground to the Republican Party, pretending like they're both playing the same game. And it's like the Republican Party's not they're they're not playing the same fucking game. You know what I mean? They they write the rules. It's like you can cheat too. You know what I mean? If you were actually interested in wielding power, because I mean, we, we have all this talk about how elections are so fucking important. And oh, if we just had a majority in the Senate, if we just had a majority in the House, now we have effectively control of all three branches. I mean, I mean, it's in the Senate, it's half and half, but we'll get to the, after you're finished, but it's a little bit more murky than that. But continue. <laughs> it's the same in the Massachusetts House doesn't matter if the Democrats have, like, a majority in numbers or even in soft power, even in amongst, like, the populace. If, if the majority of people in the country are in favor of the policies being put forth by the Democratic Party, unless a majority of the Republican Party is also on board, it's not going to go through. And that's a choice that the Democratic Party has been making year after year. And it's the same fucking people year after year. Wow, I just got a very yeah. delayed... No, oh, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> you want and see you you can totally expand upon things without having written something down the thing that this makes me think of is like yeah there's this there's this clinging by the democratic party to like no we gotta follow the rules and never follow the rules to win and like sometimes that works but yeah i mean like the thing it actually makes me think of the most uh, sorry about always telling stories from my own life but uh, no, we love it. That's uh, what we're here so, for. So I dance. Um, I dance sometimes. I haven't done it in a while because obviously COVID fucked over our whole company. We couldn't really do very many things. But I had an instructor who I actually love her. She's kind of one of the best people I've ever met. But, you know, like everyone, she has foibles. She has little little foibles. And one of them is uh, a tendency to, to kind of like decide that the this is how it's going to be. It has to be this way. These are the rules. This is her her style of choreography is the inverse of like the guy from Black Swan who's like lose yourself lose yourself. She's not like that. She's Vincent like Cassell. Yeah, she's not Vincent Cassell. She's inverse Vincent Cassell. She's kind of like here's exactly the way to move your body at every second of this choreography and to be fair, <clears throat> when she does that and everyone does it well, the the result is fucking breathtaking and someday I'll show you guys um, a video of that, uh, an example of something she choreographed that I was in. But I mean, yeah, it's fucking breathtaking. It's generally worth it. But I think for her, it's so anxiety provoking that like, I don't remember which performance it was. We usually do two per season. Right before the curtain was supposed to go up on this, on this number that I was in, <laughs> we were all on stage. We were all in our poses. We were all getting ready. And she was 
running around, just trying to, you know, trying to make the most of every last second to like sort of correct and perfect our poses and the angles that our elbows were at and stuff like that to make sure that it was all just right. And um, <laughs> she waited so long to get off stage so that the, because, you know, the curtain's going to open and she she knew she couldn't even, it's all set. Like she couldn't tell the person to leave the curtain down. It was going to happen. She stayed as long as she fucking could. And she's in one of the, uh, one of the rules, one of the only rules of using that theater space was don't touch or kick the barriers at the back of the stage, which were these like barriers that were about, you know, foot high or something that separated the dancing space from where the, the lights were. And there was like a lot of fancy ass very expensive lighting equipment back there. And that was part of the reason we had the barriers. So, you know, you weren't supposed to go back there. You weren't supposed to even like touch the barriers if you could. But anyway, so my instructor decided to spend so much time on stage. Like, I think she started leaving as the curtain was lifting off the floor and she had to bolt off stage so fast and so recklessly that she actually tripped over the barriers, one of the barriers at the back. I hope she didn't hurt herself. It made a pretty loud noise. But the point was, like, she was so, she just, she broke her own rule. She was so, like, attached to things being the way that they were, quote, supposed to be, you know, which, again, in this circumstance, not really inherently evil or anything. She was just, like, very attached to it. And it led her to break her own rule. And sometimes that looks like losing control of your country because the other party is knows that the barriers are just, you know, or, or knows that it's not actually that important for, for, for my three's elbow to be at exactly 30 degrees or whatever. Strangely enough, that is exactly what on practice and on contradiction are both trying to convey, which is sticking with dogmatism ends up ultimately pushing you away from the result that that dogmatism was established to achieve. Yes, it's like the opposite of a self-fulfilling prophecy. It is a, what is it? It's a perfection is a, fuck, there's some, there's some similar perfection is a, perfection, perfection is, a is the enemy of the good. Yeah, that's one of it. That's one of those things. It's like, so perfection is the enemy of good, but there's also a phrase that's like, perfection is a self fuck I'll, I'll figure it out but you get the idea we get the idea for sure the idea is is understood that's a black swan thing it's from black swan or it's from like some essay i read that was about black swan so anyway perfectionism is self-destruction it's pretty close i mean yeah you can't that's something be perfect. that google just uh filled in for me so <laughs> yeah i mean if you try to be perfect if you try to be perfect and you don't realize that that's impossible, you'll destroy yourself in the process. Just like in Black Swan. Spoilers. Well, and we saw how that played out with the typical bargaining process that Nancy Pelosi would normally employ trying to do that with the COVID relief package. She basically LOL. threw out the stimulus that we would have gotten because instead of thinking about the people that she was once elected to help and has continue to remain in that position through, you know, her power in the institution that is the Democratic Party, she ended up fucking over all of her constituents because she was so committed to making Donald Trump look like an asshole. She ended up making herself look like an asshole. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's about the, about the size of it. Joe, do you want to talk about the dynamic in the Senate, how fucked we are now? It's also the House because Democrats only have a majority of five right now in the House. 
And that's like the squad. Yeah, basically. Actually, the squad has enough. (laughs) That's all you need. The squad is large enough that they could tank anything if they wanted to. So, like, those are all wild forms of cope. But the Senate is very, the situation in the Senate is a lot more murky than people think it is. Like, oh, 50 50 split with the, it's, it's not that simple, actually, because yes, Chuck Schumer will finally achieve his singular goal in life tomorrow afternoon when he becomes the Senate majority leader. I'm getting pissed now. Like formally he's the majority leader, but it's a lot more up in the air than that in all reality because the three new Democratic senators will be sworn in. Kelly of Arizona, Padilla of California, who's replacing Harris. And then I think it's Warnock. Actually, no, Ossoff is the one being sworn in on Wednesday because Warnock's already been sworn into the Senate. They're not, they haven't been given committee assignments yet. And so the committee ratios haven't been determined because it's a 50-50 split. And so until like those get like hashed out and until McConnell and Schumer can come to like a power sharing agreement, the Senate can't actually do anything really because to do anything for the most part required unanimous consent, like all 100 senators being on board with doing X. You have a situation where like technically Republicans will still have the majority of some of the committees because the new, like the new senators from the Democratic side haven't been put on those committees yet. Well, and also when they're, when something is not clear cut where it falls on the Democrat versus Republican party line, inevitably it will be the Democrats that cross over. The only exception to... Always happens um, because the Democrats cave on everything. Right. But I mean, there are some things like the only time you're going to see a Republican navigate to the other side somewhat when it does happen. It's usually it's like Rand Paul will agree with some libertarian proposal. That's about it. I mean, otherwise, it's going to be your Chris Coons, your fucking. It's really boring. Like half the Democrats will just like cross over and be like, you know what? We're fine with like letting the pharmaceutical company continue to roll over people like they did in January 2017. Right. If the ideology underneath it is one of capitalism or one of entrepreneurship or equal opportunity, at least on its face, then like it doesn't really matter how bad it'll fuck working people over. It's something that Democrats, at least in quote unquote blue dog states, will claim that they need to defend ideologically, even if it's coming from the other side. Uh, in January 2017, they were just starting up the ACA repeal effort. And so Bernie Sanders puts up an amendment on the floor of the Senate uh, proposing to allow the U.S. to import cheap generic prescription drugs to, co- to cut down the price of drug prices. And 13 Democrats crossed the aisle to oppose this amendment. 13 Republicans actually crossed the aisle in the other direction to support the Sanders amendment. So you get like Republicans like Ted Cruz and like, what's the guy from Utah? Uh, Utah man. Uh, Mike Lee. Mike Lee <laughs> of uh, Utah. Insanely far right, like libertarians, siding with Bernie Sanders on one side. And you have Democrats like Cory Booker and Bob Menendez. Yeah, dude, it's like horseshoe theory. It's horseshoe theory and you action. Get like thir- you get all these Democrats in the They're crossing both the other bourgeois direction. parties and they serve capital. So. And the thing fails 52-47, even though 13 Republicans cross the aisle. Because you get all these Democrats who are beholden to the pharma industry being like, nope, sorry, we, we know where our bread is buttered. Whoo, and now he's the head of the country, Mr. Biden, my president. Uh, and Gonna so, kick my face in and not even know it's happening. 
I really so, want a seventies TV theme about but So like uh like in order for the Senate to actually get anything done and for them to like actually like iron out like the, the process about of, a coal like mine. of like the power sharing, Schumer and McConnell are negotiating like, this agreement. <laughs> and like one of the big things McConnell wants is like part of this agreement is like a guarantee that the legislative filibuster won't be nuked. That's like the thing they want because they understand that like they need that to be able to prevent anything from happening. Right. That's that's the thing McConnell wants. And it seems by all indications that Schumer's probably going to give it to him. It's another thing that means the majority in the Senate doesn't mean shit because we still have this fucking Jim Crow era Senate relic just rotting away at this fucking wonderful institution. So you know what's the funny thing about the filibuster? The filibuster was actually a legislative accident in the 1830s. It, it wasn't even a, about Jim Crow. It was like literally a clerical error that then became weaponized for the sake of advancing Jim Crow politics a century later. Fun fact. Who was the president at that time? Uh, I want to say Jackson. Andrew Jackson was president when it... That makes sense. It's either Jackson or John Quincy Adams. Joe, do you think... Do you think when they swore when they swear in Kamala tomorrow that her suit is just gonna turn into like a cop like a cop suit like she's just gonna be in like a police uniform? I, I think that's gonna that. like that's gonna like this like she's I'm gonna like, like rip her jacket open. And yeah, like, yeah. Like she'll take her hand off the Bible and be like, "Excuse me," and then just I need like rip her shirt open and then it's just like she's yeah land on her head. Her hair just somehow produces a. A, like a cop hat and then she's and then she has like in a scared <laughs> excuse me justice roberts i i know i just did the, i know that we just finished this whole swearing in process but i need to go oppress some people i need to go deny trans people health care rights and then do you think she's gonna shoot joe biden in the head <laughs> what like go like all like westworld season one just like blowing anthony hopkins brains out well i mean anthony hopkins wanted that to happen but like not she, she could do her like her like thank you speech through a walkie-talkie. It'll be the maturing <laughs> candidate in real life. Just do it through a Nextel phone. Click, click. Um, Thank you for everything. Uh, I, I need to go, like, annoy some people now. You know, the most terrifying thing about Harris being vice president is that we have to put up with the K-high for another four years, and those people are terrifying. Bitch didn't even win a single fucking any. She's dropped out before the primaries. You know why? She was polling at 4% among black people in December 2019 when she dropped out. Yeah, 4%. she did really bad in California, too. She didn't make it to California. What do you mean she didn't make it to California? Like, she dropped out of the primary before Iowa. Oh, yeah. I thought you meant yeah. physically. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen King's The Walk and she didn't make it. Or, well, it should never mind. Close enough. Like, in the, the same way walk. that, like... Hillary Clinton got pneumonia and couldn't make it to. <laughs> yeah, that did happen. I remember that when she was like, yeah. she had a stroke. Th- that whatever. was the moment that I knew that she was fucked. <laughs> well, I mean, the second, like the second Trump won the fucking the Republican nomination, I think everyone knew like something's up, something's bad. Like when she wow. fainted at that nine eleven thing, that was the moment that I knew, like beyond doubt, that like yeah. This isn't going to happen. Will you <laughs> shut up, man? Person? Yeah, that was like, especially I remember because at that time I was still sort of like, yeah, still into the more libertarian esque online culture. And like, at least for that part of the internet, that was the moment where they were like, oh, 
she's a fucking she's she's done she's physically broken apart i actually remember exactly where i was when i heard the news that she collapsed i was in my like maga friends dorm room and i got like a notification i think from politico instantly like ah fuck the dems the dems are cooked you were like oh the dems are cooked boys they're sizzling can you smell what the dems is cooking it's themselves what are their like uh phrases cooked (laughs) like they're they're fucked they're toast, just like Pamela. <laughs> they're slow. Would you look at this, G, they're cooked. They're sauteed with garlic and onion. But yeah, like you, uh, you are like a fucking. Uh, you're amazing, Joe. You know the one reason that I would like have even like a little bit of hope is that two reasons. It, well, one is kind of like a sub reason, but one is that Bernie Sanders is now going to be, as of tomorrow, the chairman of the Budget Committee, which is actually low key very powerful. It's not as interesting as like House Ways and Means. But it, it has a much more low profile committee, but it's very powerful because it controls where all the money goes. And the chairman of the budget committee can prevent the budget from actually getting to the floor of the Senate. If the chairman is like, I don't I don't like the language in the bill as written. So like if he has a problem with like military spending, it's like, oh, it's too much. Like he can just stop it from happening. I have a prediction. Also, the reason why yeah. it's not as toothless as it seems is that the chairman of the appropriations committee the committee that decides whether or not to actually fund the budget is the other senator from vermont and i i think it's safe to say it would be very hard politically for pat Leahy to be like no fuck bernie's budget seeing the fact that like bernie's like practically the most popular guy in vermont dude being the most popular guy in vermont politically speaking i mean realistically really doesn't that's mean pretty cool shit. though there's like not very many people in vermont <laughs> My, it's like being a cult is, leader. The point I was making is, is that like it would be become a, ma- a massive political headache if Bernie was like Pat Leahy's holding up the budget that I proposed. Bernie Sanders. There's a there's a not zero chance because the the two the two budget committee chairmen are both in favor of Medicare for all. All right, so I'm gonna com- I'm gonna finish my prediction. My prediction is that Bernie will not do what the Bernie stands are expecting him to do because they have been saying for months or really years now they've been saying for years that like oh if Bernie was in a position of power you know like won't be able to like hide his power level anymore over 9,000 the other reason though why I'm like <laughs> over 9,000 that I forgot to get to is budget reconciliation you only need 51 votes under budget reconciliation to get something through the senate that's actually how they passed Obamacare, but they they bullshitted about the filibuster. Like, oh, we're passing it through budget reconciliation, but we want the sixty votes anyways. That's why we can't do the public option. They could pass like on reconciliation. Can you explain that process a little bit? So the way budget reconciliation works is it's effectively you're like changing the way like the the budget works and like how like tax laws and regulation are like being conformed to fit. The legislation is being pushed through through the vehicle of budget reconciliation. And so basically you could do this with any major legislation that affects the budget or the deficit. And okay, we're we're pushing this through. We only need a simple majority because of this rule that was passed in the seventies, but that's we're not it's a little bit too wonky to get into. I'm gonna actually pull up the actual like definition so it's not as confusing. Is it like kind of a stress test? A little bit. Governments sound complicated. Governments so confusing. Yeah, I don't like it. This is why we need worker councils. Hell yeah. I mean, you you mentioned Obamacare. My whole thing is like, yeah, but like, how did Obamacare fare? 
under a Republican. Much reconciliation. In uh, a blizzard. Yeah, but how did Obamacare fare in a blizzard? Funny. <laughs> Answer the fucking question. I, I actually Thank saw you, Amy Klobuchar on TV last night, and I just started laughing because I just can't take her seriously anymore. Like I can't I even know, look right? without laughing. Because every time like... I look at her now, it's like, she looks like she's about to throw something at, a, at an intern. No, yeah. really, government is complicated, and like, how did Obamacare fare under a Republican administration? It, like, they fucking almost killed it. So, well, that's also know. because the Supreme Court like hacked away a lot and of. The Supreme Court is even more conservative now. I just, I don't know. Actually, exactly what you're talking about was so, the manner in which the Republicans attempted to tear it apart because it was. Like, Unconstitutional the, the that really it on the basis of taxation. That was what they said. The thing that I think killed Obamacare ultimately was in 2012 when liberals made the backroom compromise to sacrifice the Medicaid expansion for the sake of trying to save the mandate, which is the most fucking pointless thing in the first place because the mandate was useless. It was always useless because, like, it's no, it's completely unnecessary to like force people to buy insurance at the punishment of like a tax penalty because most people feel that they need insurance. So they get insurance. They don't need to be at the business end of a tax penalty to behoove them to do this. So it was always a pointless thing. But for whatever reason, liberals are like, okay, we must save the individual mandate. So we'll be willing to compromise with like conservatives on the court and sacrifice the Medicaid expansion so we can save the mandate that's just going to get repealed in a tax cut five years later. Did you say buffoove? Behooved. Behooved. (laughs) I'm sorry. To get back to Jesse's question, uh, I have the actual definition of what Uh, reconciliation is. I have the actual definition of behooved. Uh, It's a process established in the Congressional Budget Act 1974 by which Congress changes existing law to conform tax and spending levels to the level set in a budget resolution. Changes recommended by the committees pursuant to reconciliation instructions are incorporated into a reconciliation measure. Oh, so it's more of like a balancing than it is a stress test, it sounds like. Yeah. And so like, so long as you don't like add too much to the deficit, you can just do whatever the fuck you want with reconciliation. And you only need a simple majority to get it through the Senate instead of the 60 votes, which is how they got Obamacare through, which is how they tried to pass uh, the Obamacare repeal in 2017 it's how uh i think that i'm pretty sure that's how they got the tax the trump tax got through with reconciliation we just need to blow this whole shit up and start over it's just fucking horrible we have this we have like slave plantation politics this sucks we really do <laughs> maybe like, Elon Musk i agree maybe we just need to go to mars this is what happens when you run a country or like a society and have it governed by Live in a society. By, uh, like, a 237-year-old piece of parchment. I'm just imagining, parchment. like... A giant piece of parchment like, with yeah. eyeballs. Full-on yep. personified yep. yep. like, like, in uh, Schoolhouse Rock. Yep, yep. Like, the French have rewritten their constitution five times since the revolution in 1798. Mm. Since yes. the French Revolution, the constitution has been written, written five times. I already did a segment on how bunk the constitution is. Maybe not the whole thing, but at least... Some the fucking bullshit. Old piece of paper situation. gives me paper cuts. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> Parchment is made out of skin or something. Right? What? Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. That's true. See, there you go. That's the whole problem. It's cursed. It's written on skin. Can't use skin. Well, let me look this up. I'm going to look it up. I don't know what I'm talking about. Yes. I'm talking out is of it... my perfect, unique butthole. 
Celluloid-based paper. Uh, maybe it's made out of plants. Then. Holy fuck. No, it, you're right. Parchment is, was originally made of goat skin. Oh, there you go. So not humans. Okay. That's your whole problem. You cursed We're everybody because goats are the best. Sheep go to heaven, and now goats go to hell. Goats and go I, to hell. <laughs> and now, yeah. God, I, I got to get back into listening to Cake. They're just like the fuck best yes. <laughs> I was obsessed with that song when I was 15. I was playing it like over and over and over and over. I was I went down a cake like a uh, little memory hole like uh, a couple months ago and I listened to all their albums again. It's oh, awesome. there's so many and they're all so good. You know, I just looked it up and I was talking about this at the beginning of the pod, but like if our life expectancy, average life expectancy does drop to 74, that would put us like neck and neck with like the West Bank and Gaza. Wouldn't that be a beautiful little irony there? We'd actually well, have mean, a lower life. We'd have a lower life expectancy than Saudi Arabia, Mexico, Bulgaria, Armenia, Latvia, Brazil, Serbia, Hungary, Morocco, Iran, Tunisia, Argentina, Algeria, China, among others. That's what happens. Where's Russia? You fucking idolize Israel. If you think Israel is so cool, try being the people that they oppress every day and don't talk about it. Uh, I'm looking at mm-hmm. the UN's numbers now for Russia. Where is this? It's a bit lower down the pole. And by the way, by the way, the treatment of Palestinians is so fucking well hidden that I didn't find out about it until I read uh, Conflict is Not Abuse by Sarah Schulman, which you should all read. It's great. And that book talks about all sorts of other stuff, like like conflict and oppression in intimate relationships and like AIDS. And it talks about lesbians and uh i forget it's a good book you should read it oh hold on i'm gonna read that the little excerpt that corpse posted about in, instead of lyrics what thread did i post that in show notes uh, the joe chat the joe chat russia we would be basically neck and neck in russia because russia is at 73 they're <sighs> gotta beat them on something the the empire always has to beat russia and then, syria which is still a war zone, has an average life expectancy of like 72. What's their secret? Is it God? As of 2018, the Syrian Arab Republic's average life expectancy is 72 years. Here are the lyrics. Well, allegedly. Hell yeah. Here, here are the lyrics for the, the, the song Retaliation by Corpse, which is a uh, brutal death metal band from North Holland. Lyrics. Unintelligible gibberish about Mohammed Abu Qadir, a 16-year-old boy who lived in Palestine. He was captured by Israeli extremists who wanted to retaliate the murder of three Israeli children. Keep in mind there's probably English is not their first language. They took him to the Jerusalem forest, bound him up, and repeatedly beat him with a crowbar on his head. They then forced the boy to swallow gasoline and drenched him in it. They lit him up, burning him to death, giving another swing to the endless cycle of violence in Israel. Yeah, that shit happens. Legit. Yep. So this is this is just what the song is about. Yeah. I mean, oh my. There might not even be actual lyrics because, like, it just sounds like. So wait, the kid, the kid, the kid was Palestinian. Did you say? Yes, it was a Palestinian kid. Yeah. All right, Joe. <laughs> yes. Got any more stories on the go? Ah, uh, no. Oh no. He said no. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. Keep the rhyme going. No, no. Yes. Yes. I don't know. We're replacing one dangerous moron with a different How dangerous do you moron feel? tomorrow. Exactly. That's what I was going to ask. How do you feel? Tomorrow we're going to wake up and it's going to feel the same. It's going to feel dark. And then they're going to inaugurate him and it's all and the sun's going to come out. 
We're going to wake up and everyone's going to be trans. Yep. What about me? I'm already trans. Trans liberal communist Marxist. Maybe cis. Oh wait, I'm also cis. Sorry, I'm all I'm covered. I'm both trans and cis at the same time. This doesn't apply to me. What about you guys? You'll all be trans. You're still human. I'm gonna wake up gay. Mm. Waking up gay. Wake up asexual. Yeah. There you go. Oh well, that's fine. How are you gonna, gonna be wake like up dead? <laughs> Sorry, I think that was from Scary Movie. It sounds yeah, it's real. <laughs> yeah, my my feelings was like yeah, like basically, Mr. Joe Biden. Nothing's really going to change, Mr. Joey B. Yep. yep. Oh no, don't don't do that, <laughs> Joe. Mr. Joe, you'll Joey. always be the Joey B in my heart. Don't ever use the word smart with me. <laughs> don't ever use the word Joe with me. Don't ever That's use good. the word Joe with me. It, it I think does that... hurt that we have the same initials. It hurts. Yeah, that really. Sucks. What's your middle name? Well, I'm just talking about like first and last name. We, What's your it, middle name, though? Are we Dox and Joe? We're Dox and Joe. We'll believe. I'll believe it. What believe does it. your middle name start with, Jesus? An L. Oh, okay. Oh yeah. Dude, I like, mean, it's already in your what your, your Twitter thing. handle. Yeah, my, my, Jill. Jill. I'm very observant, as you can tell. J L F B Joe Lumpen Proletariat. <laughs> Close enough. Lumpen proletariat last name. Okay, yeah. Sometimes, like the pharmacist at Walgreens last week, is filling my prescription. She got my last name wrong, like the spelling. She's like, "Oh, is it B U R N E S?" And I was like, "No, like the Simpsons character." <laughs> Booerns, Booerns. <laughs> I was saying Booerns. Are you a Mister Benes? I was saying Booerns. <laughs> okay, Mister Burns, what's your first name? Um, I, I don't, don't know. No. <laughs> Great plan, Bart. <laughs> Bernays sounds like a, some kind of a salad dressing, doesn't it? It's a sauce. It's one of like the four mother sauces or some shit like that. I, don't I feel like the E in that would have been silent. Wait, Joe's last name is Bernay? Bernay. Joe Bernay. <laughs> that's your name on the show. Oh, boy. So I didn't Hugh, know. Joe Bernay yeah. Ramsey. Hugh Janus and Joe Bernay. That's us. What about wife? you, Scott? Scott, I always think of Hugh you as King Janus Arthur. and Joe Bernay. Hail King Arthur. Joe Lumpen Proletariat. How do you spell that? We have fun. What? <laughs> how do you spell Lumpen and then how do you spell Froletariat? How do you spell it? Obviously. I was asking what the Froletariat is. How do you spell Froletariat? There it is, exactly. Lumpen. We need an umlaut. Yes, like. Lumpen proletariat. Oh, now I see it. Wow, we really have to send it to like a Monty Falls. Python sketch. We have fun, folks. And Joe, he doesn't appreciate No, we're kidding. We, can't. <laughs> we love him. We love him. He's we part of the fun, proletariat, Joe. Doing donuts we have fun, around the Farking out. <laughs> Running over birds, doing whatever the fuck he oh, wants. Oh, you know what? You know what? Fun story that I forgot to mention in the bat signal last week. Uh, the best thing I ever did with Ezra was we spun donuts in my friend's parking lot, and it had just snowed, and it was magical. And I'm pretty sure that's why he will always be in my brain or my heart oh, or wherever. Oh, I was just chilling here, and then all of a sudden, Carlene comes in the room, turns the light on. And she just brings in two fucking pizzas. God bless you, Carly. Let's go. 
I just ate a bunch of Taco Bell. It is a beautiful mm-hmm. night. Beautiful night, guys, gals, non-binary pals. Two pizzas. Two pizzas for Jesse. Oh, yes, it's ladies' night. And the feeling's right. That's right. It's ladies' night. All the girls drink for free. <laughs> wow. All right. Joe, do you, is that all the stories you got, baby? Buddy, foul, yeah. foul, foul. Baby. Baby! No, I'll, I'll find it pr- even more depressing things next week, probably. I already asked this, didn't I? Yeah, well, yeah, that's your job. Is You're always on the lookout for the, <laughs> for the things that will make us want a black pill and give up on pursuing any sort of better future. We love it. <laughs> Thank you. We need it. <laughs> Woo! Do you have things that can't be made up, at least? Uh, I do. Um Oh, Janus. Let me see here. Because uh, we talked about how we feel about Biden. Whatever. Fuck it. Big huge Janus. Yeah, one sec. I gotta look at my notes. Oh, this is gonna be... Joey Lump and Fro. I'm gonna have to go back to my computer because it's on my computer and I'm on my phone. And What? What? Like the difference between Trump and Biden is like the kids will... Instead of being housed in cages, they'll be housed in like cardboard boxes. Some of sure. them already are. Turn on my computer. <laughs> you said you were the one who said nothing computer. would change. Yeah, point. Like nothing's gonna change. That's all I'm saying. Okay, I just gotta figure out who's gonna do this. It's very confusing for me. All like the liberals that I know that like all like who are these liberals? My family, for example. Okay, they're all defensive anytime I start shitting on like the incoming Biden administration or the Democrats. Like, oh no, be positive. Like, why? Like everything still sucks. <laughs> Okay, sorry. Hi, guys. Hey, it's Ava. How's it going? Janus. Oh, sometimes. Kind of the point where, like, if we wear a belt, if, 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 like, Ellie's out, they like to wear this belt. We have, like, high-waisted jeans, and they take the belt off. And then it's like they're, they're like, releasing me as, like, some kind of demon. And I, I feel like, the you know, like I almost throw up. I, like, walk around. And I'm like, ah! and then, <laughs> no. But, um, no? Okay. All right. All right. Get my notes. Fun fact. The Kraken is my favorite mythical beast because it's real. So yeah. far as I know, it's the only mythical beast that exists in real life. Yeah. Yeah. Except for maybe unicorns because there's like the narwhal, but that's actually a big tooth. Uh, the Kraken actually exists? Yeah. There's two species of giant squid. Um, Okay. <laughs> okay. Sorry, here's what I'm going to do. My computer doesn't want to open notes, so I'm just going to email this note to myself, and then I'll be right with you. So please make some music with your mouth to uh, distract yourself whilst I do that. Just, just like, really weird, tacky hold music, like elevator hold music. So keep the blood in your head. What? And keep your feet on the ground. <laughs> This isn't the elevator. I'm pretty sure he says today's the day we dropped out. But that doesn't What song is this? Quiet things that no one ever knows. I'm just on a brand new oh. cake now. Oh. Give up my body in bed. I knew I knew that. Okay. All for an empty hotel. Wasting words on low uh. cases and capitals. To say we don't condone the actions of Mr. Mr. Guy from that band. The guy from the thing in the place. Yeah. I was in a shitty mood until I started listening to fucking metal. Now I can't be stopped. <laughs> okay, cool. Here's some stuff you can't make up. I got two things. You can't make this shit up with a man. 
the first thing is this stuff is, is not really even that momentous. I just was at CVS and I kind of went into a trance like I do sometimes. And I just like start grabbing things that look, they just, I just know that I need them for some reason. Uh, I didn't know why I needed pay, this. Do you pay for it or just leave? Oh, no. Yeah, I buy it. I buy it. <laughs> I buy it. No. Yeah. So I was at the CVS in Magoon Square, where I live, and uh, I saw some stuff that was like blue emu oil. And I was like, I don't know what that is. I don't know what that's made of, but I need that. <laughs> and it's I had the milk that Luke drinks on that island on Lost in Lost There you fucking go. It comes from the giant titty thing. I don't yep. <laughs> That's what happens when you're milking an emu. But it turns out that it's good for shit. Actually, I read, you know, I read the uh, read the uh, instructions, and I think it was for pain relief or something. But what I've been using it for is my wigs, because I just got. I had this beautiful thing happen where I was at the, the sex store in Medford, and there was like a a model, the mannequin that had this great green, like sea green wig on it. I was like, that's for me, and I was like, hey, is this for sale? And she was like. Oh, man. And it was like I had said some magic words or something. And she was like, you know what? We had, uh, you know, there was some lady that used to work here. And she had, this was hers. Her name was Ginger. And yeah, you can have it. And you know what? She had, and she brought out this bag. And it had like seven other wigs in it. And I took five of them. And I was like, how much do you want? There was, she was like, don't, that's all for you. It's for you. You know, don't, we're not going to charge you for it. But so one of these wigs was this beautiful uh, sea green one, which... Scott's on my Instagram. I think he's seen it. And I was discovered that if I, fucking right. you know, if I work, I work, work through it with the blue emu oil. It kind of, kind of gives it a nice texture. So fuck, fuck your intended purpose. Whatever company made that, it's for my wigs. It's off label, baby. <laughs> Oh, so I was kind of hoping Kit would come on the podcast tonight, and I actually told them specifically that I had a special thing for them to do. They are not here, but I'm going to share this thing anyway. And anyway, it wouldn't have been like, I compel you to do this. It would have been like, I invite you to do this. Um, And what it is, is that I found an article, and it is called... I can't, I'm sorry, I can't make my disc my Discord. I got invited to like join a like a local organizing Discord, and somehow it fucked up my entire situation. Like I can't every time I open Discord on my computer now, it tries to only show me that server, and I can't get back into all the other servers I had. So I'm, I can't put this article in the chat, unfortunately. So the the headline is why these birds carry flames in their beaks, and there's a a bird called the black kite. And it's very majestic. It's like... Talking about birds. The thing about this bird is that uh, it spreads bird. fire. It like There's a bunch of birds that do this, apparently. I think the black kite it's a fire is... Bird. Yeah, it's a firebird. It's a firebird. It's fucking legendary. It's like, thing. that's... Firebird. Talking about... That's another, like, mysterious, you know, mythological creature that's fucking real. Um, so, Love what is it. it? Australia is no stranger to fire. And that's the thing I wanted... I was going to ask if Kit would read this. If they would Australianize their accent to the max and read this out loud. Uh, but I, I don't want to exploit people. Yeah, no, I mean, whatever. I mean, it would have been a, a gift to me. I'm not going to, like, force anyone to do that. But anyway, the main deal is that these birds, like, pick up sticks from, I think from wildflowers. They pick up flaming sticks. They take burning sticks to new locations and their beaks are talons. They, it's a collective group of birds that they call firehawks. Crikey. They, 
And the idea is that we apologize to any actual Australian people listening tonight. I the, don't. <laughs> Scott does not. Scott is unrepentant. The idea is that these birds of prey use fires to help find food, making easy meals out of insects and other small animals trying to flee the blaze. So they are poning all of the other animals by fucking using fire like like a people. Crikey. <laughs> and yeah, what is it? Gonna here's, kill all the dingoes. Here's the, according to co-author Bob Gosford, black oh my god, I'm gonna do it, aren't I? Black kites and brown falcons come to these fronts yes. because it is literally just a killing frenzy. No, I can't do it. I can't do it. It's the funnest <laughs> accent to do in Butcher. It's just it's so hard to be faithful to it because it, if you're not careful, it just morphs immediately into generic like Commonwealth uh, English British. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> now the kiwi accent that's hard to do that's Cock- fucking hard if, if you can do kiwi like perfect kiwi it's like it's got a higher pitch it's more up here it's more up here yeah that's right yeah yeah it's a little bit of a little bit of a little bit of a little yeah yeah, yeah. okay it what's happening of, here it kind right. of ends in the Pause. sorry shout out to arsonist get all the girls for some reason that's the only thing I can think of right now <laughs> The other great thing is that somebody that they talked to in this article, his last name is B-O-N-T-A, so Bonta. Bonta. <laughs> Bonta. Bonta. I'm trying to figure out what his... Oh, gosh, he just sort of appeared in a... He's a ghost. I can't find the first mention of him in this article. That's super... Oh, no. Here we go. Mark Bonta. <laughs> a National Geographic grantee and geographer at Penn State University. Okay, great. I'm actually going to click on his name because it is linked, and they can't find it, so that's great, because that means he's whoever I imagine he is, and yeah. Why don't anyway. you do, like, a, you could just create, like, a little biographical right now. Who is? Who is Mark Bonta? Who is the man uh, formerly known as Marcus Marcus Bonta? From- when I found out that not every Mark was originally a Marcus, that, that blew my name. Blew my name. That blew my mind. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway, Firehawks, y'all, that's another real thing that you can't make up. The world is a beautiful place. It's full of fire and birds. Stuff on fire! <laughs> Come on, baby. Light my fire. I need a good, like, auto-tune plug-in for Audacity. Yeah. Why don't we have one? That would be good. I don't know. Why don't we? Scott... Why don't monkeys fly out my butt, Jesse? I don't know! My perfect, unique butt. That's true. <laughs> Set and match. Well, that's it. There's nothing left. <laughs> yeah. That's, we gonna do that's how it all ends. New Horizon. Wait, can we do bad signal? The, Are we doing bird, bad signal? The birds <laughs> drop fire. And geez. And then monkeys fly up. Huge Venus's <laughs> ass. The curtain <laughs> drops. Is, you know, raucous applause. Kamala's president. It's over. President, baby. Welcome to the new future. Girl boss, baby. <laughs> baby. The grand conspiracy is that Kamala set off what happened on the baby. 6th. There'll be extra security tomorrow. And then baby. in all the confusion, there, there'll be a rush. And in all the confusion, they'll kill Biden. And Kamala is the girl boss president that we all deserve. And America's country will get a fucking whipping. Whipping. Yeah, we'll deserve it. Do you have anything to say about that wild? This is, BD- this is a BDSM podcast now. Oh, we're a culture podcast. Try to be quiet.
Jesse, have you ever seen uh, those things that you can get for a lady and it's like a chain, a bunch of chains and you like, there's like a ring in the center of the chest and it like goes around your neck and then there's like nipple clamps, but then there's also like... Oh, this is... <laughs> <laughs> it's like an octopus. There's like... Yeah, think... it's like a harness. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I saw one of those when I got my wigs at the sex store. I mean... Why did you ask me specifically? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, like, I'm not just going to be like, Joe, in your travels. It was like Scott was talking about like ass whipping. Yeah, and man. then you were like, Jesse. <laughs> Jesse. Have you ever seen this? Have you seen this? Have you heard about it? Why are you muted, Joe? <laughs> doesn't want to participate. He doesn't no. want to admit to he his Joe. He doesn't, he doesn't want to Secretly, that's Joe's time. kink, and he doesn't want to talk about no, I, it. I couldn't no. ask anybody, but I felt like you were the, the person who... I didn't really have anything to contribute. Oh, that's that. what you want us to think, Joe. It's because I'm the medalist or whatever. What's the anyway. word for that? I already am eating from the trash can all the time. Ideology. Ideology. The name of this trash can is ideology. Ideology. Ish. Ish. We love them, folks. Ish. Fuck. My favorite. I love him. Love him. I secretly love him. And not so secretly love him. He's amazing. What is this? He's just playing Animal Farm or whatever. He will play Animal Crossing on my phone or whatever. Animal Farm speaks volumes of society. Society. Wasn't you and been last week basically doing that? We're talking about Animal Farm? Or, or, uh... Yeah, was on, like, doing something like that, like, last weekend, I think. Where are the Marxists? Talking about Farmville? She's acting as far about the Farmville as a cat. I loved the way that he fucking looked when he showed up to that debate. <laughs> it was like he rolled off of a portable cot. Yeah, he's always ready. He's always Whip ready. Whatever he had been wearing for, like, Two yeah. days. Does he? There's like a ninja pose in front of the mirror. Like, ah, ready for action. <laughs> yeah. To debate, Mister Peterson. One, two, punch the air. <laughs> he got. He like takes his head and he goes. <laughs> he like warms. Basically, <laughs> it's the scene in a uh, Raging Bull. It's later that than redone in a uh, Boogie Nights where he's like he's in the mirror. He's looking in the mirror. He's talking to the mirror. And he just gets up. He kicks the kicks at the mirror. Does like punches. And he's like, I still got it. <laughs> I have uh, still got it. I mean, takes out his giant dick. I'm just kidding. I'm not gay, but I would fuck Zizek. Right? No questions asked. Absolutely. All parts of me, even the parts that are not attracted to men, would completely go on that. It would go right down. Go right all around. In and out. Take me. Take me slightly. <laughs> I'm really, now I got that off my chest, I feel better. God damn, this... <clears throat> Very nice. We used to be like... Did, did we at some point, we must have been a more principled podcast. I remember like when I didn't say anything except I would interject with like a Lennon quote or something. Really? Uh, we were, and then I was like on hiatus for two weeks. And then we let the wheels off, we let our hair down, and now we're walking into the new horizon of annihilation under the Biden administration. <laughs> Resistance is futile. Resistance is... All right, he wants some fucking movies to watch this week, you fucks. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. All right. I well, mean, I'm just gonna try to spend the rest of the week sleeping, but yeah, sure. Sheltering and, and and just preparing for <laughs> the uh, coming apocalypse the Democrats will bring upon America. Yeah, dude, I'm going to a fucking demo tomorrow. I mean, Fuck I'm going to that one yeah. too. 
You know, the funny thing is, is that, like, if and when they do precipitate the apocalypse, it will probably be by accident. Baby. They'll say baby when they do it, too. (laughs) (laughs) I I just want to see Chuck Schumer do that. (laughs) You want want to live to watch the apocalypse? No. No, I just want to be like, like, Schumer to be like, we're fucked over everyone. Deal with this. I wonder what the Baileys would say about that, baby. (laughs) Oy vey. I don't want to. I don't want that to happen. And the I mean, AI is eventually taking yeah, over. If you don't want to be there, and you're a fan of this show for whatever reason, and the Baileys tell you to genocide us, <laughs> yeah, don't do that shit. Don't do that. I don't want to. I don't want that. Also, if the Baileys are telling you things, you see <laughs> psychiatric assistance. <laughs> no psychiatrists. You kind of nah psychiatrists. Yeah. Nah, kids, psychiatrists. We, we, got, we got not psychiatrists, and then, yeah. Actually, this gives me a chance to recommend some films, some viewings. But now I want to hear the rest of that. Yeah, I know, the anticipation. <laughs> what? You got saw, cut off. Oh, sorry. Yeah, it's that fucking push to talk. I gotta yeah, fix that. No, I just said psychiatrists, you know, psychiatrists are just going to be like, here's what's wrong with you. Take these pills. <laughs> also, go, they'll just lock you up. So just call us. Yes. Attacking you. Yeah. So if Chuck Schumer says that to a psychiatrist, mission fucking accomplished. Oh, shit. <laughs> Uh-oh. Mine honestly just wants to spend most of the time trying to understand what's going on in the world. <laughs> got a cool psychiatrist, hmm. Joe. Yeah, he's very chill. Oh, I chill. remember what I was going to say. My, my psychiatrist is from the Soviet Union, and he like almost... <laughs> I'm oh, serious. Wow. I'm serious. And he almost fucking cries every time. Well, he's not my... <laughs> direct psychiatrist he supervises my psychiatrist but like since i always have a different psychiatrist every year he's been at the clinic since i started going there so i talk to him at the end of every session and like he gets very nostalgic about the soviet union and i know because it looks like he's actually gonna cry and he's like oh you know what i'm going to say i love your mask i love your shirt whatever the fuck because i'm always wearing something you know so cute. you got a left wing melancholia melancholia uh... still just that's, yeah, that's cool though. But anyway, all right. Well, we mentioned Vincent Cassell, so I was gonna recommend another Vincent Cassell movie. Comrades, God tells you what to watch. Is it a dangerous method? No, I haven't seen that yet. That's it's one of that's movie. like the one Cronenberg movie I haven't seen. Is it good? It it is good. Like I've literally seen all of his other movies. Oh, I haven't seen M Butterfly. I haven't seen that or Dangerous Method. Uh, but I've seen like his student films. I've seen everything, like all of his shorts. Uh, the it's like the only Cronenberg. I have. What does that mean? There's just two movies I haven't seen. One's based on a fucking <laughs> no, play like, from the eighth, said, from the seventeenth century, from the nineteenth century. Excuse me. And one is fucking just a, a movie that he, like barely me. came out two years excuse ago. Me. No, it's because you said multiple times, oh, that's the only one I haven't seen. And you're like, oh, actually, I haven't seen this other one Because I forget about M. Butterfly. Because, like, no one fucking remembers. The movie is Eastern Promises. Who fucking cares? Christ. (laughs) (laughs) This recommendation just came out like a limp erection. Anyway. (laughs) Eastern Promises. A limp erection, really? I don't know. I I admire your courage to just whip it out like that. Yeah, I hear. Not, not everyone has the 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 the, yeah. the Many men would spend time prepping beforehand. But... <laughs> you are you're honest. It's it's honesty is hot. That's why we would all sleep with Rizek. That's true. <laughs> in that little bed. <laughs> yep, in his cute little bed with his cute little orange 
Uh, oh, fucking Stalin That's a great guy. If you haven't seen the Zizak movies His uh, his guide to cinema And his guide to ideology Or the pervert's guide oh, I want to, to see cinema that. And the pervert's guide to ideology They're both yeah, very good I'll recommend good. those too But we also mentioned Australia So we should watch Fury Road It's very good No? Nobody's seen Fury Road? Wow. I saw it I saw it I need to Damn. see it again because I didn't appreciate it fully the first time. But it was really good. Yeah. Fucking great. It's like it's the best great. action movie the past You guys, I just day. ate like an entire pizza. I feel like <laughs> just shit. Just ate like a whole fucking pizza. That boy needs to work it out. Work it out, out, out. I lied. I don't feel like shit yet. But I'm going to be so dehydrated in like 45 minutes. My old roommate you know used to be He understands his body, Joe. <laughs> Not all the biscuits either. It's one of those things that I've done, I've done it like enough times to be. I can predict it. Yeah, my my own I'm a fucking that. addict. Like I know when it's gonna suck, and I'm gonna do it anyway. But yeah, oh, in 54 minutes, I'm gonna be miserable, but I don't care. I always like Fact. one of the people I've had the most respect for in this world would be like it was like lactose intolerant, but she loved cheese so much. That she would just eat cheese anyway, even though she knew what was going to happen. And I was like, God damn. I sometimes ponder what would happen Role if model. I was lactose intolerant. I'd be very sad. I would too. I love dairy. Uh, yeah. I just discovered last night that if I mix fresh mozzarella with red peppers, caraway seeds, and basil, it tastes like Armenian string cheese. And now I will wow. never be sad again. Oh, the best string cheese I ever had. <laughs> was from this fucking, it was this farmer named Neil, and he had the thickest Wisconsin accent I've heard in my entire life. Oh, that sounds legit. And his family took care of the the Horizon cows, which is like actually a good organic milk brand. Oh. And his family packaged some, I guess, homemade uh, string cheese from the farm, and I ate it in rehab. (laughs) It was delicious. Horizon cows sounds kind of like, you know, like some kind of threshold guardian, like just keep going, son, until you find the horizon cows and they will tell you what to do. The heifers. There's the, you ever seen the Oreo cows? There's this kind of cow. They have a bunch of them out in Groton Mass that, that are like, like an Oreo sandwich. But if you, if you turned it on its side and like thickened it and it became a cow, you know, it's like, they're like black. All black. Okay. With a white stripe, yeah, around the middle. Oh, Oreo I see cats. this boy. Yeah, yeah, they're good cows. They're white, good cows. What? The, they, they're like the white striped cow. They could be bad cows. I don't know. Seven nation nice. cow. <laughs> <laughs> well, just let me know when you're ready for a bedtime story, because uh, <laughs> I found the shit that I had written down. What? A bad signal. I just saw one of. Oh. Okay. Appreciate this cow. <laughs> just appreciate this cow story. first of all. Like, what? Yes. He's in the show. So for some reason, shit's going in the Joe chat. I don't know why. It should be going in the show notes, but that's fine. <laughs> I'll it. just put something in the show notes so that you guys click on it. Oh, our Discord server. We love it. Yeah, fine. You want to do a bat signal? I will do. Can you have a little bat signal? A little... Is it long? The answer is yes. Yeah, just 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 make it a snoring sound if you get tired of it, and I'll stop. <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> no, actually, if if you do that, I'm just gonna get a bite to eat. So yeah, that's fine. the uh, The twist is that I'm sort of gonna go in like a chain. So somebody, the person I want to talk about this week is actually. You can hear the rest on Patreon, Patreon. All right, my name is Scott. You can find me on in the club. 
<laughs> bottle full of Bob. You know. <laughs> Scott's in the Zoom club. That's okay. <laughs> I used to think uh, on Twitter at Death Mullet, on Instagram at Sweaty Wife, on SoundCloud and Bandcamp at Sweaty Wife. Uh, Joseph, <laughs> Joseph, Joseph, Joseph. Who the fuck calls me that anymore? Jeez. I do. It's lumpen, you, Joseph, lumpen proletariat. <laughs> yeah, you lumpen proletariat. Go. Ah, uh, I'm Joe. Joe. I can't take Scott's username seriously. Uh, you can find me on the internet. We already kind of discussed his username earlier, so. Sad J Joe, what are you doing? Moving a desk? I'm sorry. I I'm sorry. No, I was silent for a while. I actually cried. I don't know how that happened. It's an emotional song, man. I've never seen the video for it, but for some reason the combination was intense. That's awesome. I had a period of my life where I didn't cry for a long time, and then I cried again, and it was amazing. It means you let something go, and it's never coming back. Like something shitty that you needed to let it out. You did what the what the video said, so good job. Yeah, I guess so. We love you, buddy. I love you guys, too. And where can we find Ellie? Or, well, Janice. Janus. Not Janice. <laughs> Hugh Janus. You can say Janus, but it must be preceded with you. Yeah, no, I'm I'm Janice. I have many names. I'm like, oh, Gandalf. you are Janice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It Janice. sounds like no. It just sounds like a secretary's name, like Janice. Janice. Yeah, no, actually, I I had a a, a photography Janice professor. Yeah, I had a, a a boomer photography professor in undergrad who was my advisor, and she was a hard ass, and she was the first Janice that I ever knew. Um, and she has impacted me greatly. Uh, but yes, Janice, like the god of doorways, liminal spaces, boundaries, and whatever. Uh, you can find me liminal spaces. This in this liminal space. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, that's what, that's what that's what I'm all about, y'all. I'm all about that multiplicity. All about that being multiple people. Yeah, I should qualify right now. I'm Chava. Uh, that's who is speaking. Uh, Ellie was speaking earlier. Don't don't find me. Find me here. I'm being like very, very, very emotionally intimate with you here, the listener. So yeah. be content with that and do not try to find my form. On Let's the... use Zizak and then you can you let it. Yeah, in. no. If you Zizak, you have <laughs> you have a, a, a gold pass. golden ticket right right up the scooch. I guess you <laughs> could say. Whoa, <laughs> that's that's where we're at right now. I thought you said gooch for a second. That's what I said. They did. <laughs> oh. <laughs> gooch? Lovey Slavy! Like Grundle? Oh, good God. No, no. They're different. The gooch! We've extended it to high school English. Oh, boy. <laughs> did you talk about this stuff English. in high school English? Honestly, the first time I heard Gooch. The first and only time I ever heard Gooch, like. No, because Jesse said Grundle, which is a reference to Beowulf. Grendel. Not <laughs> oh, I heard it wrong. Close enough. Oh fuck! Oh my god! Yes! <laughs> Hell yeah! Close enough. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Joe. The use of things that I retain in my memory. <laughs> You're welcome. 
I don't think Jesse's going to be able to stop talking, so I'll just introduce him for you. You went through American English, you know Beowulf. You're welcome. The feared gruntle. That's Jesse. Uh, you can find him at soundcloud.contingents.com slash contingents. He's Contingents Boston, I don't remember. Soundcloud.com slash Contingents Boston. Hit up comrade-rosie.org. Yes. Getting involved, donate time or money to one or more mutual aid groups. We actually have enough money now so that our wait list is like reasonable, and I'm very happy about that. And I'm very proud that I was like, I don't want to say a significant portion, but you know, I contributed a decent amount to it, and it feels good to be able to do service for my community. Yes, the hell of it. As Ramdas always said. Feed everyone, serve people. <laughs> that the whole quote. <laughs> no, it's it's like love everyone, serve everyone, feed people. Uh, remember God. I don't know. He was a cool guy. He was very formative for me. Grundle here. <laughs> Are you like a pirate? Are Not you- Grendel. That's the other guy. I'm Grundle. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Grundle, Dave Rubin, you guys. <laughs> I'll recover. I'll recover. I got it. Don't worry. I'll say something insane like in two minutes that will make him like cry again. Okay. <laughs> in my dance oh. troupe, in my dance troupe, we always used to say "dead puppies, dead puppies" to make ourselves stop corpsing. That was actually the last time I cried. Was when I couldn't give Squirrel her medicine, and that was what I was afraid of. I was afraid I was going to stay infected and she was going to die. Oh. Yeah. All right, that uh, that just takes the wind right out of the sails. But, (laughs) (laughs) but uh, um, on a a more on a socialister note, uh, for patrons, you guys will soon be hearing, hopefully, on practice by Mao. I'm going to try and get that out before I do some. I'm either going to do on contradiction after that because it's like definitely a one-two punch. Although I've said this many times, I feel like on contradiction was kind of Mao's like, it was like he gave himself more than enough rope to hang himself with. I do have one last thing to really take the wind out of the sails. What, not something about Uh, Mao? No, that the Joe Biden administration has said, uh, the incoming administration says they're going to recognize Juan Guaido's Juan Guaido is the legitimate oh. ruler of Venezuela. Of course. Yeah. Ooh, Mau Mau. Let's, uh, let's become Maoist and kill the bourgeois class. Uh, par- is that like tomorrow, Scott? I might not even parody, for real. Let's, that's a, I'm, I endorse this. Let's do that. Let's do it the passive way, the Phil Collins passive way, which is if you told me you were drowning, I would not lend a hand. I've seen your face. But let's do it the active Peter Gabriel way also. But I don't know if you know who I am. (laughs) (laughs) Let's let them get corona and not give them the vaccine that we have in our houses, which we don't. But same outcome. Strawberry Hill lined with bodies. (laughs) (laughs) Salisbury Hill. Salisbury Hill, sorry. Yeah, and then there's an eagle. We'll get on the eagle that flies out of the out of the night and out of the bourgeoisie. Take a sledgehammer to the bourgeoisie. <laughs> Why is there an eagle? Fuck, so, these are Peter Gabriel songs. I'm going to drop some very heavy parody 
on everybody. There's going to be like 500 cops at the Capitol, and it would be a shame if something bad happened. Climbing up the Capitol walls, do, 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 do. Gonna kill them all, do, 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 do. My revolution <laughs> will be in 916. Very subtle. Uh, yeah, Peter so Gabriel, what? <laughs> Hopefully we will have a on on practice and on contradiction. It'll be in the main feed in February at the end of February. Um, as of right now, the Valentine's Day present for the main feed is. I mean, it's it's not really a secret, but it is almost like an it's hour. Like so you're welcome. Uh, yeah, love you. <laughs> oh, okay, love it. Don't forget to feed Grundle. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're on Facebook. We're on Twitter, we're on Instagram, at Epic Incredulity, but like he said, we're on Patreon. Go to the Patreon. It's $3 to get our content, but we like to unlock it pretty soon thereafter, because we're nice people. You know, whatever. You know, just share it with everybody. Let it be out there. We we'll love oh, you. Shout out to the, hold on, shout out to the, the, the new out. homie. Yeah, we probably won't run Yeah. Unless they have a difficult name to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but thank you. We appreciate it. We love you. Yeah. We love you. We, yeah. you know, I'm sure if we knew you better, we'd love you still. He, him. We'll get to oh, know you soon. The, is that the guy with the cool ass uh, uh, username that I commented on immediately? Correct. Yeah. yeah. And he has the cool icon of the, yeah. I won't say his name, but I will say that he knows what Tikkun Olam is, which means healing of the world, and that's what we are striving to do here. Fuck yeah! Hell yeah. Heal the world! Perfect butthole of Grundle. (laughs) The perfect butthole of Grundle. Huge Janus! All right, that's your epoch. Very very good place. It ends in the huge anus of... (laughs) <laughs> literally almost just choked him. <laughs> you know what I might do for the, for the end of this one? I might put in the uh, the mashup. There's the bombers on the horizon. Yeah. yeah. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it.